0: Cruise FM presents the Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White for Arden Roof Systems. There's more to your roofs than just shingles. You gotta come out. Monday. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang 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 bang.
1: Here we go. We're gonna get a dose of winter this week. Oh yeah, it's yeah. here. It's here. This it's uh gonna be pretty cold. I had a feeling it would come around. Well, they were predicting January was going to be like typical winter, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Supposed to be like
2: minus like thirty-seven or something yeah. in Jasper for Jasper in January.
1: Bit of snow tonight in Edmonton or tomorrow? Sorry. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, got Jimmy.
0: Jimmy made it in today. Yeah, the buses lined up today.
2: There you go. Nice. There you go. There yeah. we go. Um, Elvis's birthday. How old would he have been? Quick.
1: 87. 89.
2: Look at you. Nailed it. Nailed it. Did you read that?
0: I may have had a conversation with my mom over the holidays. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She's an Elvis fan.
2: Little hound dog getting us going this morning. Good morning from the Locker Room. From the Harvard Media News Center, the Locker Room News.
1: The city of Edmonton said the cleanup of a homeless encampment deemed high risk had to be paused yesterday after a body was discovered at the site near 94th Avenue, or 94th and 106th Avenue. Um, two other people suffered burns and were transported to hospital after a fire at another homeless camp in the same neighborhood, um, propane tank explosion. As the temperatures drop this week, there is more concern about fires and explosions in the camps, obviously. Well,
2: they're the, making a big deal about it yeah. now because they've made this decision that they're going <laughs> to remove the camps. Right? Um, yeah. Like, this is not new. None of this is new information. It's been information. going on, yeah. Um, People have been dying in these homeless camps for, forever, and there's all they're not safe. No. Right?
1: Like, no, you're not supposed to have propane heaters in these tents no. and... Um, the camp cleared Sunday was the seventh one dismantled. Um, they reached an agreement to clear a total of eight camps before Thursday when they will co- go to court to hear an injunction application from the Coalition for Justice and Human Rights. So, It's a very complicated conversation, oh,
2: yeah. right? Like, it's it's a very difficult one to have because I think, I mean, you said it, do I want to live in a city next to a homeless camp? But, do I want to yeah. have a business next to a homeless? Again? No, you do not. No. But I think there has to be an end game when you go in and you and you dismantle when you move. You can't just dismantle it and then they just set you know, up somewhere else or just they gonna don't go, have
1: anywhere yeah, to they're go, gonna or, go.
0: Individually, yeah. there are going to be people in, uh, like, yeah. and you're not going to have groups. And it's more risky if you're camped out in an area like in a tree area by yourself and there's no one else like you know yeah, to keep an eye on yeah, you, right? Yeah, and,
2: yeah I, I don't know. I, like I think I think you gotta. I think the risk conversation is a difficult one to have when we're talking about like the 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 population that has fallen through the cracks that has chosen to live on the streets.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, you're already dealing with risk whether you're by yourself or whether you're living with other people. Like, I, I think that conversation has the issue. I have is that I think they they have too many um. Restra- there's, there's too many hoops they need to jump through to get into the housing. Yeah. Right? Like, I think that process needs to be simplified, and I, you know, if somebody has a cat, let them have the damn cat. Yeah, let,
1: let them bring it in. Right? Yeah. There's going
2: to be, this person chose to live outside for a, 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 a variety of reasons. Now, figure out why. Mm-hmm. Let's just get them into a situation that makes them safer. No. Yeah. Right. Instead of like, ah, oh, well, we got to do this, and how much money are you making? And uh, you know, have you got a drug problem? No, just, no, no. Just
1: help them out. Just yeah.
2: At some point, I think it just. Anyway,
1: that's my thought on yeah. it. Yeah. We all make mistakes. This
0: is the locker room
2: with Lockland Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. I had a moment this weekend where uh, it was a bit of an epiphany. Okay, a breakthrough. And, and I think because there's a lot of issues in the workforce right now Mm -hmm. right if you talk to anybody who's a manager and it doesn't i'm I'm not even talking specifically about radio if you talk about any industry talk about anybody who's hiring people there seems to be and, and i don't think this is a new thing i think that this is something that's been going on for a long time but but the pandemic maybe highlighted a little mm-hmm. bit. There's a lot more willingness to change jobs and move around. Um, oh, yeah. So there's a lack Big of stability time. in the workforce right now. And we're still sort of dealing with it. And if you are a manager or you own a, a business, probably one of your number one stressors is staff mm-hmm. and staffing issues. And correct me if I'm wrong, I think... It all boils down to accountability. Mm. I think there is a lack of accountability in the workforce right now. Everyone is looking that, that sort of that victimhood thing that we that, that we sort of live in that hangs over our heads yeah. right now where and it's it's fueled by social media, I think also has to do with a lack of accountability. Everyone is looking for an excuse, a reason why they can't.
1: Were you hanging out with uh, Jodie Foster on the weekend? Is this something she was... She uh, did an interview on the weekend which she, she was talking about how annoying Gen Z is to work with because no one shows up for work. And
2: <laughs> I don't think this is generational. No. I think that this but is she was across in the, news just the board. Talking
1: about the workforce. I, I,
2: I did not see that. I, <laughs> um, there is a lack of accountability um and, and 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 again i think this falls on people having kids right now i think i think we need to sort of change the the cycle break the cycle as they would say Mm -hmm. so this falls on your ass all right and honestly grant because you have 19 kids right now (laughs) and counting i i think you're going to probably be in a similar situation than i am Mm -hmm. than i was when i raised kids where most of the heavy lifting is going to go to your wife (laughs) (laughs) but there will be an impact you will have an impact on your kids Right, you'll see it. Mm-hmm. I I'm proud of the minimal impact I had on my children because I <laughs> see it now in their developments. Yeah, and moving forward, I think you can change this. It's okay to admit that you're it's wrong. Shaping
1: the next generation,
2: Grant. It's yeah. okay to admit that you're wrong. Yeah, right. And yeah. you can pass that message on to your kids.
1: <laughs> I will.
2: Okay. Don't thank worry.
1: you. Because something they tell needs to I, stop. They tell me I'm wrong all the time already. So. <laughs>
2: See, that's where I went a bit wrong because I think my kids are a little bit too comfortable telling everybody what's wrong with the world, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not wrong. Somebody tell me that there is another problem in the workforce right now that, is, that has more weight than this lack of accountability. I'm telling yep. you right now, I'm, I'm, I, I nailed it. I boiled it down. It is a complete and total lack of accountability. Calling and saying all of these things that we're all dealing with right now is a complete lack of accountability. People do not respect their jobs. They don't. They have no respect. And yep. if something goes wrong, the first thing they do is look for somebody around them to blame. <laughs>
1: there you I, go. I just you did blame it. you. It's easy to blame Locke. <laughs> well
2: that seems to be a trend. <laughs> the locker room. I saw this story and I opened up the 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 link and saw a picture of the guy. His name's Harry Johnson. He was in Battlestar Galactica I don't recognize him at all. He was just in the premiere. He was just had a quick spot. Of the
1: I, old one or the new uh, one? The, the, the ori- good one?
0: The original one? Oh,
1: the crappy one. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's why. That's yeah.
0: No one watched that. You, uh, yeah. You have no culture. You have. Uh, you think the new one
2: is good? I'm it's a not piece al- of crap. I am not alone. I loved the new ones,
1: and I'm not a geek, but I watched all of those. Did you watch those? <laughs> no. It's just it's another moment of Jimmy being Dwight Schrute. Yeah. There's a whole thing where they upset him about the new ones, and Jimmy's never even the seen new the one office. sucks. I have s- uh, uh, <laughs> that was that was in the office. Yeah, it's in a whole office thing where, th- in order to make Dwight upset, Jim just talks about how good the new Battlestar Galactica is. We were trying to explain
2: Jimmy to. Um, okay, we have an another new boss, yeah. but we haven't lost the old boss. They just felt like we needed two bosses. So now we have a, a second guy, and we had a meeting with him last week, a yeah. second guy overseeing the show, and Grant was like, the best way to describe Jimmy is he's Dwight Schrute. And he's never seen The Office. <laughs> it's so so true. anyways, Harry. Think- was there ever a conversation with your parents about calling
1: you Harry? No. <laughs> no, I always wanted my name to be Don. Don John. Or, yeah. <laughs> Donnie. Or um, John. John 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 johnson too Uh, that's funny (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) the funny thing is when i saw that i was like harry johnson come on who (laughs) does that but to to their kids but it happens all the time especially
1: back in the day like they just didn't i didn't have all the extra meanings and stuff right
2: are you telling me that his parents didn't know
1: that Harry Johnson was yeah, also going to sort of be... 81 years old? I don't think they were thinking about that okay. 81 years ago, you know what Did I mean? Did you
2: guys go to school with anybody? Like, I don't know, Anita position? <laughs>
1: <laughs> or <laughs> anyone named Anita, I mean...
2: Yeah, you're in trouble if yeah, you got If Anita. your name's Anita, you're in yeah. trouble. Buster Cherry. <laughs> did, did you guys go? I grew I up in no. Castlegar, where it was like, for whatever reason, there was a large population of Dukabors. Mm. They, um They migrated there from Russia, and there was a whole bunch of offs, so... Yeah
1: um we had a lot of fun with some of the kids in school like shirts to beat off and
2: <laughs> things like
1: yeah that. there were some last names we could play around with because there was a lot of ukrainian and, and polish names and stuff so a lot of offs and yeah yeah dildo <laughs> <laughs> Dixon, i knew a hairy Dixon, man
2: dicks and butts well you grew up in saskatchewan yeah what was his name dick D- Asman? dick Asman yeah, was, he was on Letterman. Like, come on. That's
1: a German name.
2: Dick ass man. Yeah. Like you come on. <laughs> you can't. Go by tell Richard. Me- yeah.
1: Right? The locker room. Only on cruise.
2: Just talking about Harry Johnson. Grant almost was a Harry Johnson.
1: He <laughs> <I> was not. <laughs> <laughs> Got a couple of texts. So people yeah, names. Crazy Knuck um, went to school with Anita Dick. Come on! See that like You Uh, have to know that's going to be a problem, no? uh, Ken worked at a taxation center a few years ago, so he used to see all sorts of names. Uh, A couple stood out. There was a Jack Daniels, and there was a Long Dong. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that one I'll let go. Yeah. Um, Christy worked for a guy who was a Harry Cox (laughs) and uh, had a teacher in high school that was rodless. Oh no <laughs> The Locker Room Only on Cruise My girlfriend's uncle Is named Eaton Ham Is that a text we just got? Yeah, from Matt From Devon. Good morning, Cruz.
2: Hey guys, how you doing today? Good, good So you're talking about Strange names Yeah Years ago I worked with a guy He was my boss at the time and His name was Harold Dicko <laughs> that's
1: not the weirdest part His daughter got married And she married a guy With the last name of Dick. So she went from A Dicko to a dick. Amazing. Oh,
2: wow. Yeah. What's your name? Tony. Thanks for the call, Tony. Take care, guys.
0: Three, two, the locker rooms. Jimmy, at the movies. I shall call him Minnie. We the not big, no. It's like Minnie at the movies, but shorter. Jimmy, what movie did you watch this weekend? Dog Day Afternoon. I'm robbing a bank because they got money here. That's why I'm robbing it.
1: No, no. What I mean is, why do you feel you have to steal for money?
0: It was a really interesting movie. I it, I liked it, but like you know, w- the way the bank robbery went down, it was total chaos. Like one of the partners, read right at the very beginning, I can't do this. Gave him the gun and walked out. Yeah, you know there there was a lot of chaos. It was really cool. I, I kind of liked it. There was, you know, we got to see some younger versions of some of the uh, some actors that we've seen.
2: You know what stood before. out for me was um, his voice. Al Pacino had a yeah. like his voice was tight and and in his mm. in, up here like in his chest. Yeah. Whereas yeah, like later movies like the '80s, '90s, Al Pacino he's got that 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 sort of. Ooh-ah. Well, ooh-ah. He's been
1: smoking on cigarettes maybe for the, yeah, forty years. He sounded then. he
2: sounded young, like he looked it, like Al Pacino, but Attica. yeah. And he has that hairline that, Mm -hmm. you know, like if you see him from a distance, (laughs) (laughs) he had a very specific hairline.
0: But I don't think the movie stands up to other bank robbery movies of now. It's kind of critically acclaimed.
2: Yes. I don't think it's it's critically acclaimed because of its status in the heist movies. It is
0: uh, based on a true story. Really? Uh, that's what it says right at the very beginning no, of the I movie. I don't remember
2: that. I don't remember that either.
0: Yeah. and Because it says at the end, uh, the name of his character, I can't remember. Sonny. Uh, Sonny was in jail for 25 years.
1: After? Oh, wow. Okay. It was a weird one because... I, I He's pay, he robbing a bank to pay for a sex change for his partner, right? Or uh, something like that. But he... Is that what it was? Something like that, yeah. yeah. So the the movie, though, is in the
2: in the bank the whole time literally it starts they're in a car and mm-hmm. then they walk in and then they d- they do the robbery right yeah yeah it's it, it's it's kind of unique in that regard i think it kind of it's acclaimed because of that kind of the way they set it up anyway hmm. what's your rating i give it a 4 look four at 4 out of 5 four buttered cobs of tabor corn for dog day <laughs> afternoon on jimmy at the movies time now for james p white's Monday Morning Motivation.
0: New is the year. New are the hopes. New is the resolution. New are the spirits. And new are the warm wishes
2: just for you. Have a great day, everyone. And thank you for listening to The Locker Room. Welcome to the Locker Room. I signed up for the get paid to poop mailing list. Oh, you did it, hey. So here's why. Because there isn't a local program. I couldn't find a local Edmonton program. That's a shame. You can do it in Toronto, and there's a couple of places in the United States where
1: uh, I guess you take a dump in a bag and drop it off, and you get money for it. <laughs> up to $1,500 a month for your poo. Yeah, This is literally what you should have been doing all these years this is why i was brought yeah. here <laughs> you'd, you'd be a multi <laughs> they say your stool may be used to develop therapeutic treatments for serious diseases your poo could help potentially save lives there you go that's why i'm here everybody
2: <laughs> so you signed up what'd you do today oh i took a shit in a safeway bag and
1: dropped it off made 500 bucks oh, that's a good one that's 200 dollars right there <laughs>
2: Ironically, I just took a dump. And I actually qualify. I looked at the list of qualifications. Yeah. You have to poop every day.
1: Okay, you do. I, yeah. I'm, I'm in. Normal weight. Get yeah, normal Don't weight. Don't
2: smoke. Don't smoke. Yeah. There was a conversation in there about drinking, but,
1: uh, I mean, my drinking isn't excessive. It's probably because if you're a heavy drinker, it's too watery. <laughs> Did you say news? The Locker Room presents The Grant
0: Report, brought to you by Battle Rattle Tactical Supplies, supplying the front line since 2016. Now, Grant Johnson.
1: Kind of a big birthday to celebrate today with The Grant Report. Today, if you didn't know, is the 40th birthday of Kim Jong Un. Oh, awesome. The third ruler of North Korea, the boy genius who learned how to drive at the age of three, and is also a celebrated musical composer and artist. I bet you didn't know that. He's one of the greats, one of the greatest of all times. Uh, You know, he's had some big shoes to fill, too. I mean, his father, Kim Jong-il, was the inventor of the hamburger, went golfing once and hit a hole-in-one on every hole, was a global fashion icon, and never once peed or pooped because his body was so in tune, it used everything he put into it. Amazing. Those are big shoes to fill. Amazing. You know, you think your dad casts a big shadow? Imagine that. Um, Kim Jong actually had a smaller celebration this year. No nuclear tests or pubu- public uh, executions in his honor. Instead, he just had a couple of his closest friends over, so... Dennis Rodman and Donald Trump. And the three of them stayed up all night eating pizza and playing video games. Kim Jong Un's 40th birthday. Is it wrong for me to wish for a glare, uh, a gout flare up for him today? The Grant Report is brought to you by our Locker Room Merchandise. Let's make wings cheap again. Buy the hat and join the movement. Text now for the link to shop. The Locker Room. Golden Globes, I didn't watch last... I gotta be honest with you. I don't like Joe Coy. No, me neither. You you weren't here <sighs> um, when that was announced. It was just me by myself, I think. And I was like playing some Joe Coy stuff. And I was like, he is not funny. I... I think he's funny kind of
2: huge when he's doing acts
1: and stuff. Huge following like when he comes to Edmonton he sells out Rogers. Um but I you know what I don't like about him is
2: usually in most of his specials he does a whole thing about how amazing he is. Oh really? And how great he is at stand up <laughs> comedy. And I I guess I I don't get the the ego thing. Mm. I understand ego but I don't I don't necessarily Anyway, yeah, I, I, I haven't seen any clips of him, so there's nothing out that I surfaced. I you said something about Taylor Swift, made some joke about Taylor Swift. That oh, okay. People were talking about I think he's a likable guy. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm not sure I get... Like, well, Kevin Hart. Like, I think uh, Kevin Hart's a likable guy. Yeah. I can even watch him in a movie, but I'll never sit through one of his stand-ups. I'm kind of the same thing with, with, with Joe Coy a little bit. right? Mm-hmm. Um, any highlights from the Golden Globes? Oppenheimer
1: was the big... Um Big winner. Okay. Um. So that one kind of cleaned up. Best picture. You know, how do you say his name? Cillian. Beat Barbie Murphy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Beat Barbie. Kieran Culkin won an actor for best actor in a TV drama for Succession. Yeah. He he. he, Good for him. In his speech, he got up there and said, "Suck it, Pedro." (laughs) Pedro (laughs) Pascal. (laughs) That one was good. Jeremy (laughs) Allen won a Golden Globe for the Bear. Jeremy Allen White. Um, Yeah, he won for the Bear. Now everyone's talking about his Calvin Klein modeling. (laughs) Yeah. Margot Robbie did win for Best Female. Oh, did she? Uh, oh, good. So okay. she did win something for for that. I like her. I like her. Yeah, Oppenheimer was
2: the big winner, of and uh, Ed Sheeran won a Golden Globe for Ted
1: Lasso. Oh, I was going to say Oppenheimer <laughs> for the song he wrote for Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah, this plays at the end of Oppenheimer. Do you remember that or not? <laughs> no, that's not. I remember this song.
2: Have you gotten through Ted Lasso yet? I took a break
0: because of Reacher.
2: <laughs> this is uh, they all yeah, it die at, by the way. Plays at the end of Ted Lasso. At Ted Lasso, everyone dies. Yeah, they're on a soccer field. They're having to practice, and a plane crashes and kills them all. And then this song <laughs> plays. Yeah,
1: <laughs> there you got the ending.
2: You don't need to watch. Yeah. It. Oh look at that, Ed Sheeran, the old at this
1: point Hobbit. Want another one? At this point, you were probably. Couldn't see through the tears at the end of Ted Lasso. I
2: didn't cry at the end of Ted Lasso. <laughs> the
1: Harvard Media News Center.
2: The Locker Room
1: News. Federal officials say that a missing piece of an Alaskan airline plane... Has been found. Um, so some dude went the in his door backyard. or something, yeah, right? The door, um, the door plug of the Boeing seven thirty seven Max nine aircraft blew off the plane Friday, leaving a hole in the side of the plane as it flew at sixteen thousand feet after taking off. I can't. Some dude named um, Bob went out in his backyard, and there was a plane door in You're his. You're not backyard. making that up. That's, he's a teacher who goes by Bob. Goes <laughs> in his backyard, and there's a door in his backyard. Um yeah, the video. I saw so I saw a video on the weekend. Yeah. But I didn't really pay any attention to it. Like I was like, Is this real? And no, it that was from real. inside the plane, this girl's going the plane just blew apart as we we're flying and the headrests were flying off and p- things were getting sucked out the hole and people lost their um, phones and yeah and like their carry-on bags that were underneath the ch- uh seats and everything like that the, a bunch or- of stuff flew the ordeal has led to the grounding of certain boeing 737 max 9 aircraft in well the and States. i think
2: that's not the first time there's been issues with that that well, plane i don't recall but the one that didn't was they, didn't it they ground that whole max 9 fleet or something that was
1: the max 8 so this oh. is the new one. <laughs> okay, so we because gotta- the Max Eight was involved in a that cl- that crash in Indonesia that killed like 200 people. There and there was there was a couple. That's what it was. There was an Ethiopian Airlines one that crashed as well, um, and they the Max Eights were were uh, grounded. And then this is the Max Nine. The one thing that um, I've
2: noticed with a couple of these stories as of late is everyone seems to be um like applauding how the the crew and the um Mm. and the and the passengers reacted to the emergency situation and I gotta I gotta say there was uh there was this situation where boom the 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 oxygen mask come out like the guy that was sitting in the seat right next to the the door or plug or whatever that flew off it tore his shirt off. (laughs)
1: That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, <laughs> Can you imagine? You so, uh, well, wouldn't even know it happened. All of a sudden, your shirt be gone.
2: Yeah. So and he lost everything, right? Yeah. Like, and they were just—they keep applauding how calm everybody was. Mm. Can't say I'd be that guy. <laughs> that that plane that hit the like that was landing and hit another plane. Oh, yeah. In Japan. Yeah, yeah. And it started on fire. They got everybody out of that safely. They were saying yeah. everyone just calmly. No one put their shoes on or grabbed their everyone bags. Single Not file. Not me. Out of I'd the be plane. like. There would be zero calmness. Yeah, that's
1: why I don't sit next to you on planes. <laughs> Even when you're flying, you're wandering around. Oh, and you're standing I'm
2: So up, nervous, you never have planes. your
0: seatbelt on. You'd be I'm sucked so, right out that door. I'm
2: so nervous on planes, <laughs> it's not for me.
1: And now another
2: world famous locker room Twitter poll. This one has to do with the anthem challenge that we had last week. Grant sang on Wednesday. I sang O Canada on Thursday, Jimmy locked her down on Friday and we've got a Twitter poll up on my Twitter.
1: I've retweeted it on the crew's Twitter mm-hmm. and basically Grant what does it say? So, it says who sang O Canada the best. Watch the video and then vote. Here's the three of us. Here's a sample of the three of us. This
2: is yeah. Grant's Creed version.
1: love in all of us command with glowing hearts we see thee rise the true too much in north in strong <laughs> I <want to> every <laughs> da, 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 da. I want to die from far
2: and wide oh Canada we stand <laughs>
1: on God for thee. Lock waits for no song. God <laughs>
2: keep our land. Glory, I'm a little off. Key. Yeah. Glorious and the music free. Music is too slow. Should be a faster. I think I'm way
0: ahead. <laughs> far.
2: Oh
0: Canada. We did not slow this down. We stand by the way. on guard. <laughs> For thee, oh Canada, we
2: stand on guard for thee. <laughs> so we got that up on, like I said, on our Twitter. There's a link to the video on the comments section,
1: so you can go have a have a watch and so see far, it as well. I am winning. By what? By how much? It's close. Thirty-six point four percent of the vote to me. Thirty-three point three percent to you. And Jimmy somehow has thirty percent of the vote. How did that happen? <laughs> There's that crew out there that will always vote for Jimmy, no yeah. matter what. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. The positive reinforcement gang. Yes. Into the locker room. So this friend of mine sent me this video. So this guy is underneath, and it's like a shot from like a second floor apartment building. Uh, it was in Edmonton. I don't know where it was. And guys, clearly. In the parking lot, underneath of a vehicle, and he's clearly cutting out the catalytic converter. Okay. Okay. And it's it's night, but you can sort of see. There's lights out front of the mm-hmm. of the apartment building, so you can see well enough. And the guy from the apartment building that's that his car's being st- like the catalytic converters yeah. being, There's like a minivan running right out in front of the car. So the right. guy
1: literally so the drove thief up, had driven up, parked, parked. Jumped out to jumped, cut out the catalytic crawled underneath converter. the guy's
2: car. Starts cutting out the catalytic converter. So they see him. So the guy jumps in his car <laughs> and drives away and steals his car. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is not my idea But I am promoting this <laughs> If you catch somebody Stealing your catalytic converter yeah. And you can see their vehicle
1: close by Which is probably within a block A lot of times they're, right? well, they're not going to park too far away They're trying no. to do it quick right? No,
2: just hop in their vehicle and <laughs> Steal Drive their away. car And then just sell it to your cousin <laughs> I think this is something that should I like catch this on. idea yeah. Here's the other thing I, I swear to God, I want you to do this I want you to 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 steal somebody's car, I like. I'm actually legit think that this is the best combating idea that we have. Mm-hmm. If you do this, or you know somebody that does this, I want to celebrate that person. They will have an open spot, an open invite on this show for an interview. Oh, there we go. Okay. All right. I'll even buy breakfast. Wow. There you go. <laughs> Let us know if this happens to you. Three,
0: two. The Locker Rooms. Jimmy at the Movies. I shall call him Minnie. We represent I am not big no. It's like Minute at the Movies, but shorter. We are looking for
2: movies from 1976. So Grant's got a list. Yeah. And this
1: is the biggest movies from 1976? So the t- 10 best movies from 1976. Jimmy would have been three years old. Two years old? 1970. What is it? Little bouncing baby boy. Yeah. yeah. He was bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. Yeah. This is, uh, the number sh- one movie was Taxi Driver. <laughs> uh, we've made you watch that. Yeah, though. that one's been done. That's then, actually a great movie. The original Rocky. That um, one I did for a little people. And you've people seen at the, it before. Uh, Jimmy at the movies. or Carrie we've made you watch, I'm pretty sure. Uh Just recently. Yeah. Um Then we have The Omen. I think we've made you watch that. Yeah. The original Omen you've watched? Yep. Um this one I forgot 76. about. Seventy
2: six. That must have been terrifying.
1: Um Network. Do you remember that movie? Um no. that's with um da,
2: da, 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 da. I can picture him. Network. Damn it. Who starred in that?
1: The dude. Um He looks Peter, like a newscaster. Peter Finch was was kind of the star in that one. So in that one, um he's a broadcaster yeah. and he gets like he's getting fired and then he's gonna commit suicide on air. Something like that. Oh, Remember? I'm I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, yeah. No, that's he not goes the movie on I'm... a rant and then they. Yeah, I don't know. So that one, um, the tenant. I don't know that one. Roman Polanski's in movie. Um, we'll avoid that one. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> all the President's Men. I think this has to be a contender. Other other sites I've seen have listed this is the best movie of 1976. Robert Redford, oh, okay. Dustin Hoffman, all the President's Men, and that has come in a couple of times. All right, that's a decent... It uh, has to do with the Watergate reckon, crisis no. and everything. Yeah, I'll watch that too. The I, Last time I've ty- been watching these with you. That's a great movie. The Last Tycoon, I don't know that one. Um, the Outlaw Josie Wales, Clint Eastwood movie. Okay, seen I've that.
2: seen that. Yeah. We're going to get to some Clint movies at some point this year for sure as we
1: celebrate 50 years of our little buddy James P. White with the Jimmy Eat yeah. movies. This is another good option, the David Bowie movie. The Man Who Fell to Earth. Ah. David Bowie plays an alien or... He was an alien his whole life. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that
2: yeah um Bad News Bears. We actually have Boy coming out. up with uh with the uh WTF track of the day. Perfect. You would have seen the original Bad News Bears, no?
0: I think I have and I think I've even had to watch it for this.
2: Well, there was a couple of versions of that. I think we made you watch the um the 80s version of Bad News Bears with um I think it was Goldie. Uh, ah, come on. Bad Santa.
1: Yeah. Billy, Billy Bob. Bob. Billy Bob Thornton. Um, yeah, I think we made you watch that yeah, one. Yeah, you would have watched that one. Um, That's a better version than the original version, in my opinion. Also, anyway. A Star is Born. That one is the second one. The 1976 one is the sorry, the third one. Because it's yeah. a remake of a remake of a remake. Yeah, it originally came out in the 30s, then the 50s with Judy Garland, and then no, I like Barbara I like all the presidents' man, all the presidents' man. Bubble Boy was on there too. A lot of people <laughs> texted in that John Travolta movie, but no. all the presidents' man, that's a great movie. You'll yeah. enjoy that. It's political. If, if it's a movie, mean, if it's a decent movie, I think we should lean on it.
2: Mm-hmm. No, I mean yeah. I get the idea of doing something stupid, but <laughs> all the presidents' man for Jimmy at the movies sure. for 1976 this weekend. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast.
0: Makes you seem pretty put together by comparison, hey? Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.